cook my stuff and clean my drawers, woman. Like nineteen fifty. No, type so so stuff. when I, when I say traditional, <laughs> not say traditional ways. Don't think I'm I'm that dude. <laughs> um, thousand percent not that not that dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> boy, you have people freaking in miles with a pitchfork trying to hell no. <laughs> So, so, Look, so, I used to, I used to, my Instagram name back in the days was Mozilla, nineteen fifty two, mm-hmm. and that was because like I always joked about joked with my wife about that particular thing, you know. Hey, hey, welcome to the Be More Happy Show, the podcast that's all about boosting your happiness and helping you navigate life's challenges. I'm your host Morris Mo Chasson, and I'm excited that you're here and being a part of this new season, Resilience Revolution. We'll be deep diving into the power of resilience, the ability to bounce back from setbacks, adapt to change, and thrive in the face of adversity. It's time to embrace challenges as opportunities for growth and unlock your inner strength. We will be joined by experts, thought leaders, and everyday heroes who have faced life's curveballs head on and came out stronger. Together, we'll explore practical strategies, share inspiring stories, and equip you with tools not just to survive, but to thrive in the midst of life's storms. So whether you're going through a tough time, seeking personal growth, or just looking for a daily dose of inspiration, join us in Resilience Revolution. Get ready for a season of empowerment, insight, and a whole lot of joy. This is the Be More Happy Show. The Resilience Revolution starts now. You look at things in a certain way. Right. Like everything you do is art. Right. Right. You know, the creative stuff and... Hmm. Yeah. I see you posted on TikTok and doing some cool stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah. I love I love seeing the workout videos you post too. Right. Bro, you know. I need to get more on that, man. You know, it's I do it so sparingly. You know, because I'm just always so focused on just doing a workout, and then sometimes I, you know, I gotta get a little bugged where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna record today and post it. You know, just to do it. Yeah. You know. Look, man. Look that little bit. You never know who. I'd be like, man, look, look at this dude right. doing it, man. You know what? I'm about to go ahead and then work out right now. Right, right. You know, and that's right. that's all it could take for right. somebody to, to spark to, something to change something in somebody's life. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, I've been listening to this that firework song by Katy Perry. And then a part of that song, she talks about like you got fire inside of you, you know, you just gotta let it through. Right. You know, and okay. like like, oh shit, like it hits me hard, bro. Like I had the song on repeat the other day at the gym that <laughs> Baby, <laughs> bro, and look, I swear, bro, I get pumped up like whenever she's like, boom, boom, right. boom, even brighter than the moon, moon, moon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause let your light shine, bro. Like, be who you are, do what you want to do, and like, fucking be happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. at the end of the day, whenever we pass, you're going to realize none of this shit matters. Right. You know at, what I mean? At yeah. all. You, you'll be remembered by not how much money you had your status gonna be remembered by most people don't remember you by how you treated them you know in that life so you're right that's facts so kareem like i wanted you to be on a podcast because this season is all about resilience right resilience revolution okay oh my goodness (laughs) so and i know you're a person that could speak on that and i admire you for everything that you've done and everything you've overcome and the stuff that you keep doing and providing, you know. Right. So that's why I wanted to have have you on the podcast. I'm I'm honored to actually have you here. So wow. thank you. I appreciate the invite, man. You think what I'm doing is is something special, and I just think is what I'm doing is just a everyday middle class American. But like you said, some young kid may watch this and, and possibly be inspired to work harder or 
do follow his his dreams, you know. So figured out I I do it because you just never know who we can do something for, you know. So, Absolutely, so I, I appreciate you looking at me in the light that you do because, mm-hmm. like I said, I just think I'm just going coasting through life, and you think I'm. <laughs> do more than what I'm doing. So you I are, bro. That. You are. And I think you always have that growth type mindset. Yeah. You know, you may not be talking, telling people exactly what you're kind of doing or whatever, you know what I mean? But you, you got something, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like, right. You know, right. I don't know. And I know that about you, you know, cause you're always going for something bigger, something better. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, uh, when I first started, uh, in my career, man, I was kind of started like young 18 and I was kind of always that kid was like, Hey, what you doing? You know, and, and and just want to know what everybody's doing. And then once I got the opportunity to start doing it, then perfecting it, and then trying to move on to the next thing, you know, and say, hey, how you do this? And just all constantly nagging people, you know, until they show me, you know, how to do certain things and then getting the opportunity to kind of move up within an uh, organization and just kind of took off from there, you know. That's awesome. You know, it's all about being okay with asking questions. Yes. You know, a lot of times people don't want to be, want to ask questions because they're scared to look like a fool or they're scared to look, you know. Right. But it's okay to ask questions, bro. Uh, you, like, have, you have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a big stickler on that. Uh, I was manager, and that was one thing I used to always kind of harp on is that you if you, you won't know if you don't ask, you know. So you got to ask that question to, to get the answer, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a stupid question because I was 18 at one time, and certain things I didn't know, you know, of course I learned it along the way. You just never know where people are in life. So you got to ask that question so you can provide answer if you know it. Yeah. So. You know, Kareem, uh, something I learned too, how important communication is. And me this morning, whenever I texted you, te- whenever I said, uh, Kareem, like I respect your time. I'm, I'm not always, I'm never that 15 minute early guy. Right. I'm always on time or 15, 20 minutes late. Right. Right. But whenever I sent that to you, bro, like I felt, grown in a sense because whereas before like i really didn't communicate that well mm-hmm. but now that i feel like i'm com- communicating better right. that was like a big win for me i was like fuck yeah like right. he knows <laughs> right. like he's not just where the fuck is Moe? Right. you know what i'm saying right, right. and that's what we don't want you right know? we don't want people to question or worry you know what right because right gotta people be would. transparent right. yeah absolutely you know and i, I don't know just a proud moment, growth <laughs> moment in a sense, you know but it's all those little wins i think that sometimes we forget that we accomplish for ourselves that we don't give ourselves credit for, you know? So that's kind of something I've been doing for myself. Like, Oh shit, that's right. But I remember like, I didn't, I didn't do it this way before. Whereas now, like I'm seeing it this way, you know, and right, that's right. the stuff that I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, most I know, I know you do. That, that's awesome. It's acknowledging, you know, right. Mm, right. We'd be hard on ourselves sometimes and forget. Right. I want to ask a couple questions on resilience. What is, what does resilience mean for you, Kareem? Uh, just fighting through adversity, fighting through the odds. Um, just uh, you may get knocked down, but just keep going, you know. Uh, never really taking no for an answer and just trying to figure it out. You know, and that's resilience to me, man. It's just uh, keep going, you know. I started early on, like in my career, man. I didn't always want more because I was making making a, a decent salary. And my wife had a big part of finishing molding me to the man I was becoming. It just motivate me, you know? It'd be times where we'd be doing things at work and then I said, man, you know, we're doing it this way. I really think we should do it this way. And then, you know, she'll say something like, you know, you, you should say something, you know? And not even thinking that, 
maybe I should say something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, like when something would come up, then I would say something. And they were like, okay, we'll do it that way. And then by the chance of God, it worked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's... Yep. yep. So, um, and then it went from from that to um, then my my opinion being asked on certain things. And so I'm just giving my opinion and it's kind of, it's like you say, the small wins, mm -hmm. it just kind of built, built from there to where, you know, I was just kind of always once that started happening within my career and having discussions with my wife and her pushing me, like that helped me be more resilient, having someone that supported me and, and, and believing in me when I really didn't think that I had the the know-how or the, you know, to get to where I wanted to be, you know? Mm -hmm. and so my wife's a real big part of helping me uh, in my career to get to, to where, where I am or where I was. That's awesome, man. I love that she was, she was there for you to be like, hey, just say something. Right. You know, because a lot of times, especially me as a, like an introvert type person, mm -hmm. It's hard to voice my opinion because I feel like I won't be heard. Right. Or my opinion is dumb and it won't matter. They're mm -hmm. going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Mo? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But you was like, you know what? I'm voicing it. I'm saying it. And then they were like, dang, that's good. Right. You know what I mean? It's, let's try it. And right. it worked. And then like you started building this confidence because yes. they're like changing their perspective. Like, dang, this dude knows what he's talking right. about. Let's, yep. he's the man. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't say the man, but. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And, uh, you know, there was a, a defining moment for me when my manager had gotten wind to another company wanting me to go work for him. And so he asked what, you know, what it would take to um, to keep me on. And it really wasn't about the, the money, but it was more about the opportunity, you know. And again, so I talked to my wife and I really didn't know how to approach the situation. So she was like, well, sit down and just, you know, tell me how you're feeling. And she, I told her how I was feeling and she typed up, you know, <laughs> a letter, you know, and we'll split pretty much with uh, what I thought about myself, you know, what I thought about the company and my expectations, you know, and that's I, I, yeah, that's, that's real big because at the, at the time, you know, I was a young kid, not really knowing how to, really express myself probably like in a, I guess a business manner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like her helping me with that, you know, I was able to, you know, say, look, this is pretty much what my expectations are. Like, I don't want to leave, but like, this is, this is what it is, you know? And so they were like blown, blown away by that. I took the time to put all that on a piece of paper, you know, and, and come talk to them. And like shortly after that, man, that's when everything just, catapulted after that you know i just started getting opportunity after opportunity after op opportunity you know and i feel like god puts certain situations to where you can make the right decision or the wrong decision and you know um it's like a crossroad yes you know yes. what i mean yeah. it's like it's like definitely like parking the road yes mm -hmm. and uh i had quite a few times i felt like now that i look back that that happened man i, I just feel like god just created certain situations to where like I was afforded the opportunity to, to, to do something, something with the, within the company. And this real big moment was with one of the supervisors. He, uh, he took off for a week 
and they gave me the opportunity. They said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do the supervisor's role, but you still need to do your old job too, which was, of course, is a, is a lot put on a, a young kid, you, you yeah. know, and, uh, First, right. The, yeah. the first week, uh, it went, uh, it went good, better than what they expected. And it just so happened that that supervisor injured himself when he was on vacation. Wow. So well, yeah, after a week. Yes. Oh, so he had wow. to take off another week. Dang. So there was two weeks of me doing this and it was like, you did this for two weeks, two jobs, like without nothing going wrong, things going better than what we better had, had than, than what we had in the past. And it was like, we're going to take you out the field and bring you in the office. And then from there, man, it was just, just similar situations happening like that to where I was given an opportunity. And in that moment, I knew like, this is my shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I just always made the best of it, man. And then before you know it, it just kind of built from there to where, you know, I got to where I felt like, uh, was a, a decent role and where I was at in my career. You know? Before you know it, like things just start. Yeah, like you said, like it just kind of happened. Right, and like fuck, this is I don't know. I think that's the beautiful part about the whole experience, man. Because whenever you go back, you're like, dang, I didn't realize it happened like this, but right, everything was for a reason. Yeah, and it, every, you know, like everything for a reason. You know, um, even even now, like uh, so, I decided to like after 19 years to uh, to start a whole different career, and that like. Working there was all I knew, the only job since I had. But I felt like, now I look back, I felt like God put all of these people in my life to get me to where the next step of where what I, what I wanted to do. And uh, there's been times where I had like dinner with like uh, regional VP or uh, area manager. And, you know, I was, like I said, I was always a kid that asked questions. So I was like, how do you get, get to where you're at? You know, how, like, what did you have to go through? Yeah. And so they would always tell me how, like how hard they work and what they did to get there. And so, you know, that kind of like stayed with me. But one thing that all the people I talked to said that if um, they have friends that, man, they retired at 50 or 55 or stuff like that. And they said that if I can do it again, I will go work in this field. Now, these are people that made it to regional VP area managers that's saying that if I can do do this over, I will go work in this field. Now they don't already made it to the top in this field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they saying if they can do it over, they will move over to this field, you know? And then, so throughout my career, um, there's been a few people that was in the same field that I was in and then they made a switch to this other field. And so I felt like God put all of these people and gave me all this information. So when, if I ever got the opportunity to go to another field, I had all of these conversations that I had, I had all of these people that I met. And then when it came time to make a decision, I was like, I looked back and I was like, I got to do this. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. God created all of these situations and brought all these people into my life to whenever I got to this part in my life to, to do this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, it's crazy how, like how life works and how I feel like God sets up things in your life to where when you're hitting a pivotal moment in your life, like, you know what you need to do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like, it's, it was like you was doing your own research, you know what I'm right. saying? Cause you was digging and getting information and you know what I mean? Right. And 
you didn't you weren't planning to use it right then and there. No. But it was like planting right. seeds for later on, you know. I love everything you do, bro. Just it's everything. It's, it's, same here. You know, I always say when, when I met you at the, the car dealership when I bought when you sold me my uh it was Arcadia. Arcadia, yeah. Yeah. The oh, black cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um and you sold me that car and then you sold me uh my my Yukon mm -hmm. and you, the house that when you were my real estate agent, yeah, I, I always told you that if I'm if Mo's selling something or doing something, I'm buying. It can be bubble gum. If if Mo's doing it, I'm buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because man, you're a good dude, man. You you really are. So if there's anything I can ever do for you, man, you already know. So I appreciate that, man. Likewise, I feel the same 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 way about you. Can we go back a little bit to that time, Kareem? Like, like your first interaction with me. Like, whenever I think back, it's like, man, first I think like Kareem most, was tough. Kareem was a tough, most, tough sale. Yeah, you know? most salesmen I feel like are crooks. Mm -hmm. You know, but you know, I'm real big on like, like energy and like you didn't have that energy. You know, you, like you were doing everything. <laughs> Tell me that car, like you was trying to take a lower commit. Like you were doing everything, and, and it, it was like you just like wanted to be successful in what what you was doing, mm -hmm. and and that's what I guess drawing me to you because it's like like most people would just take no. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he doesn't want to buy the car. You called me every freaking day, and you're like, hey, we got some new cars, or we got some new cars coming on on the truck, man. I I, I got this uh black cherry red. I think she look good in it, man. <laughs> And I was like, you know what, man? That's so funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, and she she wanted uh she wanted a car anyway. I just didn't know whether it was gonna be with you guys or not. I and mean, after talking to you and just seeing how how great a guy you were, I was like, if if I'm gonna buy a car from somebody, it's gonna be Mo. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Was I pushy? Because I just posted on my story yesterday. Like I never ever wanted to come off as a pushy type salesperson. I would like, say, what would you say determined? And being resilient, not taking no for an answer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, was, it, it wasn't pushy. Like you wouldn't like, like it wasn't like a bad vibe or anything. It was like a, a good vibe, and it was like you did it the right way. You know, so yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Because I, I like, dang, like whenever you said you called me every day, I was like, oh, fuck, I hope I wasn't. Oh pushy no, 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 that, no, you know no, no, no. I didn't mean it. I, I didn't mean. I mean it in, in that yeah, light. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was a good thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because like I see, uh, most people just take no for an answer, and like you were being like, you know determined to like to get yeah. the sale and like you you were when you did do it you did a, a damn good job being a car salesman you yeah. know what i'm saying like matter of fact like uh even in real estate just seeing you everything you did man like whatever you grab a hold to man it just seems like it turns to gold man and i appreciate I, that man I, I hope it just everything for you just continues to to go that way for you man yeah you know? so, oh yeah absolutely awesome. i appreciate that man yeah. you know it makes me think back whenever i first got the job at the dealership mm -hmm. Before I actually got that job at the dealership, I went there probably 10 times. You know, I, I talked to the other sales manager at the time, and he was like, yeah, I'll hire you, Mo. You, you're going to do good here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I was like, Phew. I went home. I was excited. I told my wife, hey, like, I'm going to be a car salesman, you know, because it was something I really always wanted to do. Mm. But I never thought I could do it because I was so introverted, shy. Uh, I don't even see that at all in you, man. <laughs> like, just, just talking to people, like, right. made me nervous, you know? It was just wild how all that happened. And then he didn't hire me. So I went there, like, five, six times with him being a manager. And he was like, yeah, man, look, we're not hiring right now. But next time we hire somebody, we're hiring you, I promise you. Three weeks later, bro, I seen a post that, they, like, I started following a page and stuff on Facebook. They hired this salesperson. I was like, I was broken heart, distraught. Like, 
And GMC was all I really wanted to sell because that was something I believed in. Right. Like, I, did, I couldn't see myself selling Ford. I couldn't see myself selling Dodge. Mm. It's either Toyota or GMC. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to work at Toyota because they were to like nine o'clock at night sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sure, we did it a couple times too at GMC, but it's, it wasn't like a real common thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do Toyota. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I ended up not going and they ended up switching managers at GMC. And I went one time and he was like, man, I like your smile, bro. Like, I think you do good here, you know, like. I'll give you a try. Let's do it. You know, yeah. so I was like, yes, you know, so I was finally in probably like after this eight, eight to 10 times of me going over there, like begging basically for the damn right. job. And uh, like, that's fucking resilient. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's that something is. that is like, I for, kind of forget about sometimes, you know, that like, that's cool. I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing that, you know, right. bringing that to mind for me, man. And reminding me of that. I mean, you know, right. the conversation you know, right. took me there. So. Right. Are there certain habits or routines that contribute to your mental and emotional resilience? So I would say uh, working out. Mm-hmm. Working out is a big one for me. Is, um, you know, when, when you work in, in a fast-paced environment and whatnot and high-stress situations, it's always good to uh, have, a, like, a, a relief, you know? So, like, uh, working out, you know, spending time with uh, with my wife and my kids and stuff like that, uh, that kind of helps me. I guess, so to say, stay balanced, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, just doing little things like that, um, nothing nothing too crazy, just spending time with my family, um, working out, stuff like that. So Yeah, I would definitely say, like, working out, working out, and like you said, man, family time, because right. that's appreciation, you know, because your family is just everything, right. really, you know what right. I mean? Most definitely. Yeah. Like, you could have all the money in the world, but, like, if you ain't got your family, like, Right. You ain't got nothing, right. basically, you know, because right. it's just that connection, you yeah, know, yeah. can't replace that. For no. Me. Working out, bro, like, working out for me, Kareem, I, I think I'd be dead right now <laughs> if I didn't work out because I was at a depressed point in my life, you know, where I questioned life plenty of times mm-hmm. and working out, like, I don't know. Man, I, I've seen your transformation, man, and that is amazing. Thank you, man. That, Thank that, you. That, that is, man. Uh, seeing like uh, where you were and, and where you are now today, man. That that's not something easy to do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that definitely takes a lot of determination to 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 lose the weight, stay focused, and, mm-hmm. and, and get to where you need to be. You know? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was a good, it was a fun journey, man. Because like truly, when, whenever I did that, like I swear, like it just seemed easy because it was just a switch and a decision. You know, like. I'm not eating that shit no more. Right. That's it. And once you make that decision, you know what I'm saying? And it's all about what you say. You know, like, for example, I think in that book, Atomic Habits, they actually talk about this, but he mentions, like, somebody being a smoker, right? Mm-hmm. Like, say, yeah, actually, you want a cigarette? Yeah, sure. The other person's like, no, I'm not a smoker, right? But by saying that I'm not a smoker, you know, you say, you know, you, you're not smoking. Right. You know, where some people would say, no, I'm trying to quit. Mm-hmm. Right, and whenever you say you're trying to quit, that means you're that, spending a little crack in that door to exactly to <laughs> to be okay with accepting yourself with smoking a damn cigarette. Right. Never instead of just saying, "Nope, I'm not a smoker." You know, that's the big shift of saying, you know, right, shifting your mindset with certain words you use. Yeah, yeah. yep. It's and it's crazy because, but look, lately I find myself snacking more. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I edit and stuff. I like to eat candy. Mm-hmm. Like that candy does something to my brain where like it just keeps me focused in a sense. But like I got to change that. 
Right. You know, I, either I need to put some, eat some damn beef jerky <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Instead of candy. Right, you know what right. I mean? But I feel like I have to eat something mm -hmm. whenever I'm editing. It's weird. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, mm -hmm. how does resilience impact your overall well-being? I guess whenever, like, uh, whenever you're being resilient or whatnot, and eventually, like, you're getting the confidence and you're getting, you're working towards something or whatnot. So, like, uh, if you don't have that mindset like you, you notice that like people who are not resilient anxiety depression stuff like that one thing about like once you get into that state if you notice that like when people like depressed or they have anxiety they typically have things bad things that happen back to back like you, you see people that are constantly always having bad things happen to them and it's because they they own that type of frequency you know so like being resilient and getting to a place to where you you going for what you want and getting on a different type of frequency. If you notice when you have people that seem like everything's just always going right in their life, and it's because they're on a different type of frequency because they always kind of working towards something. Like they mm -hmm. get into a slump, they don't stay there long. You know, they try to to get to where they, where they need to be. So being resilience is is a, a big part because, like I say, once you you get into a part of like depression, anxiety, you develop bad habits and stuff like that. And then once you get in that slump, it can be hard to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so continue to be resilient. So you can kind of stay above all of that. And then once you get on the, that type of frequency or whatnot, like that's when you get your blessings. Yeah. I love how you said that, man. Cause I think everybody in a sense has those, peaks and valleys but it's up to us to right. to keep climbing up right you know because a lot of people get in those depressive type states and they just stay stuck right and just it, it, but if you're working towards something yes. and going for something bigger and better right whenever you're gonna like get there right enjoy that journey of going up right and that's whenever like you're that's like, what you yeah, I did that shit. Right. Like you said, that's where you build that confidence. Right. I love how you explain that, yeah. man. I think because a lot of people could relate and understand that in a sense. Right. You know? Right. Most definitely. So, what is frequency, though? Because a lot of people probably don't really know what frequency is. Just kind of tapping into, uh, it's kind of hard to explain. Okay. So, for example, whenever we don't see each other often, right? You know, but when we see each other, we talk or whatever. And I tell you, like, I'm proud of you or uh, I'm rooting for you, whatever. Like, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel good and 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 proud because every time I run into you, it's like, but but you, you but 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 you you feel that I'm being authentic. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And so like like you feel like you feel that mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying. So like that's the type of frequency you feel the frequency from me to you that I really care about your well being and like I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. like that ra that radiation radiates from me to you that you know that. This guy's being real with me. You know, every time I see him, I feel it from him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so that, you know? Mm -hmm. You feel that's re reciplicated? Oh, a thousand percent, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hell thousand percent, right. man. Love that. Yeah, a yeah. thousand percent, man. So like, the, like when I say like frequency, like whenever, whenever, you know, we talk or whatnot, like you know that, like I want to see you do well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like I genuinely want to see you do well. And like when when God uh, sees that you genuinely want people to do well, He wants you to do well yourself. So that's when you get your blessings. Whenever you genuinely want to see people that you don't know, people that you do know, you, like you want them to do well. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I just try to kind of just live my life that way, you know? Yeah, so. I love that. <laughs> so would you think as far as the frequency stuff, because I'm sorry to get back and get into this, but like I love this kind of talk. I truly do. And I love for other people to learn it and, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully use it in a sense to help them in their journeys, right? Mm-hmm. So would you think that like sadness is a frequency and then happy is a frequency and then you know, that betrayal feeling, all that stuff is like yeah, different smoke, types of uh, frequencies, like a radio station. A thousand percent. And okay. um, I feel like, I feel like whatever state you in, if you hover there too long, like that's what you're going to attract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I say like, we're all going to go through our ups and downs, but you don't want to stay down too long. You want to get up and, and get back to the frequency you need to get on because wherever you're at, that's what you're going to attract. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you stay depressed too, uh, for too long or you have anxiety, you can start eating bad stuff and gain a whole bunch of weight, get out of shape or whatever. But if you get yourself out of that slump or whatever, you're working towards something positive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what helps to build that resilience. Right. Because you, right. you're getting out, you know? Right. And I don't know, it gives you like sense of purpose in a sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Knowing that you're working towards something bigger, something better. Right. Or, you know, something that you want to do. Right. That energy, you know? I, believe that's it's supposed to move yes you know flow yeah you know what i mean it's not supposed to stick with us and i think that's where uh i think diseases and oh all that stuff that yeah that negative energy gets stuck you know most definitely man most definitely i i I believe that like i'm sure they got studies on this or whatnot but like you know like your mental state affects like your body you know what i'm saying if you, if you in a bad state for too long it can affect your body you can gain a bunch of weight you can lose a bunch of weight like like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. your habits start to change or whatever so like yeah like your your emotions is di- direct ties to whatever's going on into inside you you know so mm-hmm. thousand percent yeah that's what they say uh i listen to joe dispenza a lot and joe dispenza kind of explains that energy emotions are energy and motion mm-hmm. you know so it's got to Flow, right? You know what I mean. Right. Most don't definitely. don't let it sit. You ever feel like you want to reach out to somebody, and like a day or two later, that person's up like reaching out to you, like. Yeah, it, man. There's been times where, uh, like I like I seen something somebody was doing, and I reached out to them, and like they needed it. You know what I'm saying? I got this friend um, that like she's a single mother or whatnot, and. I just see her doing a thing with a kid. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I sent that message. I was like, man, you're an amazing mother. And she sent me a message back, and she was like, you just don't know how much, like, I needed to hear that from somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what she was going through, but yeah. just God put it on my heart to, and I hadn't talked to her in, like, a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, God put it, yeah, but God put it on my heart to, to say that. And who knew in that moment, like, that she needed that the most? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, she was probably on the brink of something big. Right. We don't know. Nobody knows. Right, right. Her, you know? Right. And it's just, it's crazy how just how stuff like that just, just seems like it always works out that way to where, you know, you're telling somebody something when they really need to hear it or you're doing something for somebody when they really need it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if you feel it, on your heart, just do it, man, because it's like, it's there for a reason, you know? Yeah, 100%. You know, I I love that, man. Uh, That compassionate type, you know? Right. Because, I don't know, even just smiling at somebody in public. Right. Just that simple thing could change their whole day, save their whole life, you know? Because this this could be thinking about suicide. Right. You know, because... 
because nobody likes him. Right. You know what I mean? Just anything. Right. And you smile at him and like, oh, he smiled at me. I appreciate that so much. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. But it's all on that frequency, yeah. you know, and it just sends ripple effects. Oh, to I mean, most definitely. Bigger things that we don't even know. Right. You know, so what you do for some, someone, they can take that and be able to, to do something else for someone because you put them in a different state. You yeah, know what I'm saying? absolutely. So, and and it, that's the uh, right. right. I love it's that. Like we all interconnected, whether mm-hmm. we know it or not, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like when you see somebody else do well, it's, you know, it's like we all connected. So you should be happy for them, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 110%. <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking to talking to one of my friends this morning about, about all that stuff. And this is going to sound weird, but like if you're still connected to your religion, your cultural beliefs, your conditioning, yeah. social conditioning, whatever. You don't know who you are, right? Because I truly believe that, and I think science has probably proven this already, but that all we are is energy, right? Right. And, and we just transform, right? Like this body is just a body. Everything is just... Just a shell. Everything's just energy, right? Th- this is just the, the start and a process to something else. You know? Yeah. So you're yeah. right. I, I, I'm a, uh, I believe that as well. Energy doesn't die. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm not sure exactly what's next, but, but I know... It's, energy doesn't die you know what i'm saying and that's what we all made from you know so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, it's i resonate with this lady the lord's canon right mm-hmm. the lord's canon pretty much says that that we come back to earth over and over and over again until we fulfill our life purpose i've heard that so for me that makes sense and i like that because I'm fulfilling my life purpose right now. Mm-hmm. So, so you ain't got to come back. That's, I, not, exactly, that's what happened. Exactly. You can go on to bigger, it, better things after that. Look, there's still things I feel like I have to accomplish because I feel like I haven't touched enough people yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've not really fulfilled all the way just yet. Right. But I'm working towards right. that fulfillment. Right. You know? And I, I don't know. I, I love that whole concept, you know, because. Mm-hmm. I've heard people talk about past lives and all this and that, you know, and I know a lot of times that sounds wicked and crazy and demonic to some people, but open the mind. Up, right. Because right, right. there's got to be something, <laughs> you know. But, but you, you know, uh, a lot of times we, we discredit what we don't understand. One, yeah. You know saying, and, and so um, I'm a big stick on that, that like just because someone is saying something and I don't understand it, like I, I'm never going to discredit because it's like, you don't know what that person's been through or what what knowledge they gain to to get to where they're at and just because i don't understand it doesn't mean that i'm gonna be like oh what they're talking about you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's just uh i never discredit people no matter how crazy it sounds because it's like a lot of times it may be true yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but just you just didn't come across it yet you know yeah so. your, your mind just can't comprehend it right same, you know just Think about like back in the days before that light bulb was out. You know? Right. What the fuck? Right. That, that that ain't never gonna work. You know, right. or the airplane. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop that!" You right, know, right. That, right. That's never gonna work. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But look. Right. 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 All, right. all this technology that we have now. Right. You know, this just wild. Right. You you know, there's a few years ago. I read something that like there was this tribe. It's like one of the last tribe that wasn't uh, touched by civilization, and like they flew a helicopter, and like the tribe freaked out, you know, because it's like something that they wouldn't, they, they've never seen before, yeah. they never understand. So imagine being in this close knit community and you seeing something, and it sounds crazy because you never seen it. <laughs> yeah, all that right, yeah. right. So it's like when you really put into concept like that, it's like you know, crazy things can happen. You just 
you never know. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I do remember seeing this um uh, this thing on Instagram, some island. I don't remember exactly where it's at. But I think there's like a hundred or two hundred people. Right. I think we're talking about the same Oh really? I think yeah. we're talking about the same. And thing. like these people like don't let anybody on that shit because they're like we don't want none of y'all motherfuckers. Right. This is our shit. <laughs> Leave us the fuck alone. Right. So, so imagine whenever they see some technology or something like that, you know, yeah. it, it, seem, it seems crazy to them because they never experienced it. Yeah. Know? So that's why. Right. right. So you never discredit someone because just because you haven't come across it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. During COVID, that was actually the time whenever like I kind of, you know, I had time to sit back and relax and kind of look at things from an aerial view and really kind of change my perspective on mm -hmm. like what who I was and what I wanted to be and who I wanted to be right, right? and but it took that time of solitude to, to right. understand right, right. you know and I appreciate like I hated COVID I hate what it's you know done for some people how it disrupted their families right. basically but I appreciate it a lot too right well know? man you know COVID created like a ton of entrepreneurs and a lot of people had to figure out different ways to do business to do business or whatnot because of you know covid so like don't get me wrong yeah covid was definitely a bad thing but it uh it helped people think outside the box of how to get things done you know what i'm saying yeah like I've, they wouldn't have never had all of these work from home jobs like that that's blown up the way it has if if it wasn't for covid you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah it was i truly think it changed the whole dynamic yeah. of everything and like i kind of feel like that's what kind of helped also bring like the AI stuff into more into affecting us. More people were working from home and they're like, bro, like we got to find ways to automate shit and make things easier. Right. You know, and I, I'm a fan of AI. I, I love it. But in another way, like it's scary in a sense. It's very scary. <laughs> Man, because, uh, you know, the technology is, is it just seemed like it just took this big jump. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's so many people that's, unemployed and can't find work and stuff like that. And then we rolling out all of this AI to kind of replace all of the people. And so, you know, you already got a population of people that's unemployed and then we trying to bring in AI so that that's going to eventually be more people unemployed. And so these corporations just getting all of this money, you know what I'm saying? And it's like not really caring what it's going to do to America once this is like, AI is full blown and a, a lot of the work that the me and you can do that is being replaced by our robots, you know, so mm -hmm. the next 15, 20 years, you know, may not be a good situation. Yet. You know, man, in a sense, you know, like I personally believe that we're not made to, to work. Yeah. Like we're made to help each other in, in a community type sense, you know, I, 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 I agree to that as well um because I, I feel like if if we didn't have to pay for like lights and shelter and water and all of that i feel like technology wise we'd be so far along because majority of the population would be able to focus on enhancing. yeah enhancing our, our situation you know um and, and whatnot but a lot of people have all of this potential to be inventors and stuff like that, but they so caught up into the nine to five hustle and bustle that they can't spend time on it. So in a sense, I, I kind of agree. Like we're not made to work till we 60 something years old and spend five years in retirement and die. Mm -hmm. Imagine if like, um, we didn't have to pay for housing and vehicles and all this other stuff, the time we could spend on enhancing, uh, 
technology and enhancing our environments and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I agree to that in a sense. Yeah. I like, um, I don't know. I feel like as the human race, I feel like we could all come together and just, I don't know, like a border system with growing crops and having you provide this and me provide this and like, just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just but, well, but you know, capitalism yeah you know 100 so, so it's it, it's 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 hard to get a a group of people to do that when when most of america yeah. is trying to put food on the table yeah. them, for themselves you know what i'm saying yeah, so and, and build an empire right you, know? you can't build an empire like that you know what right. i mean so i do get right. that concept too right you know i get both both sides right. you know yeah you do you, you know kareem the other day you know what's cool bro like i ran into lamar at the gym um that sunday and I had gone to Planet Fitness in weeks. And um, I actually went there because in my mind, I was like, bro, I hope I run into Kareem today. Because it was like 9 o'clock whenever I got there, 9, 9.30, whatever. So I ran into Lamar and I told Lamar, I was like, bro, like I, I started talking about you. I was like, bro, I hope I, I hope I see Kareem up here today, you know. And uh, I said, me and him, we're going to record a podcast together. I said, he don't know it yet. <laughs> we're recording a podcast together. And like he busted out laughing, you know. I don't know. And, and, and here we are. And... I walk into the gym, hadn't seen you in, and you said, I, I hope I run into Kareem. We're going to do a podcast. And you, you, you pictured to me, I was hesitant. And here we are freaking doing a podcast. Yeah. You spoke it into existence. Yeah, you, you know, know, you know what I think it is that frequency. We yeah. all both on that same frequency. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because how you showed up at the gym that day, bro, it was right. And, and, like and, and that timing that I went, it's not the typical time that I go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so is so I normally go a little bit earlier. I went that time a, a little bit later, and I ran into you. So yeah. if I would have went like an hour earlier, probably would have missed each other. We would have missed each other. Yeah, you know, in that podcast, this wouldn't be happening. Right, right, right. So it's so cool. Right. I love, I love how things line up. Right, and just kind of work out. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. You know, uh, like when I wake up in the morning, like I mean, I say it out loud. The first thing I say is, "Thank you, Lord, for waking me up." You know. That's and, gratitude. And, 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 and when I, I get in my truck, I say, thank you, Lord, for providing me the opportunity to be able to provide for my family. You know, I may not say it out loud, but it's like uh, I'm constantly saying that. You know what I'm saying? And, and like just randomly, I may be like, God, I appreciate everything you've done done for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's like you say, just it's in saying it. It doesn't always have to be out loud, but in saying it and speaking out loud of what you're going to do or what you want or, or praying for it, there's power in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it, if, if you believe it enough, it, it'll happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like the, the best thing is to create your own relationship with God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, pray, you know, and, and live your life the way that that you should, you know what I'm saying, and, and treat people how um, how you would want to be treated, mm-hmm. you know, and then the I feel like the rest will take care of itself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was my my biggest lesson from my mom was treat people how you want to be treated, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's something I I fully live by, you know, like right. the respect thing and communication thing and all that good stuff is is just me trying to be the best of me and the best of you. Right. In a sense. right you know right, what I'm saying? Right, because I don't know. The better I the better I am, the better you are. Exactly. The better you are, the better I am. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like a reciprocation type mirror type thing. Exactly. And we see what we see in each other. We admire in each other and we are we are 
we are that. Do you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I know that sounds weird. No, like, it, I, like I, I, it may be weird to like people who don't don't get into that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I you know, we like yeah, yeah. we here, man. So like, <laughs> that, that's what I love. I always appreciated you, man. Like just the conversations at the gym and you know, just everything, right. the house, the the cars. You know, like for me, like whenever you called about the house thing, mm-hmm. Kareem, that was whenever I knew. This this dude's fucking solid. He's <laughs> he is the real deal, like loyal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right. for me, loyalty is like everything mm-hmm. because not everybody has that deep loyalty like that, you mm-hmm. know, and this Well man, you're a good dude, man. And like I say, um you want good people to do well. You know what I'm saying? And if you have in a situation to to do something for someone that's that's a good person, man, just just do it, man. You know? Yeah. To it, just do it. Yeah. Can you discuss the importance of fostering resilience in children and young adults? Yeah, so uh, I guess I can talk about it, especially for my kids, you know, because um, we it's, a good, it's good to establish a good foundation for your kids, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> because we're not always going to be here. So for myself, in my situation, I have two girls, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so they have to see me, like, be resilient and be an upstanding person because... The first person that um, a, a girl should fall in love with is her father. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so that way, whenever they do go out into the world, they know what they're looking for and they don't have to sort through all of this running behind all kind of craziness because they don't know how a man should should treat uh, their the mom. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. So, so it's important that I show I show them how I, I'm supposed to treat their mother. So whenever they get older, they they know that, you know, this is how they should be treated. This is how a man should should work. This is how he should do certain things. You know what I'm saying? So they know what to look for, you know, just stuff like that. You know, making sure I'm, you see on the table, got flowers there in a vase. Like, little things like that is important for, especially in my situation, for girls to see. So, like I said, whenever they get older and, and they pick a husband, they don't have to do it two and three times because they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it, it's important that um, you establish that because so they don't have to do it a bunch of times before they get it right. You know. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I love I love that because so if somebody asks you, Kareem, will you be okay with with your daughter dating somebody just like you? Absolutely. You see, that's I'll, exactly. And most guys. Oh, they, fuck, no, right. oh, uh-uh, because they know how fucking toxic they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and yeah, and I love that you instilling that in them and showing them that because kids don't do what we tell them to do. They do what they see. Oh, man. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. Right. So, and they're going to they're gonna see that. They're going to be like, and they're going to have boundaries set because that, that that's not how you treat a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to talk to me like that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they know that and they're going to know their value and their worth right. because you're showing them. Right. You know, good job, man. Good job, man. You and Shay, because y'all doing it together. Right. That's that's so good. Right. We some powerful little girls, bro. Oh, man. I I think so, man. Mm -hmm. I think so, man. My my wife, she's a a great spouse, man. So Mm -hmm. I couldn't... Everything she's done for me, man, if I live a thousand times, I couldn't repay her for what she's done for me in this life. That's awesome, bro. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That gratitude that you have for her, bro. Right. Right. That's that's the best, man. Right, right. I love that. Right. Not everybody can get that in their, their relationships, you know. Because go ahead, man. You, but you know, when you you say that, I think 
that's because a lot of times we don't take out time. Like we fall in love with the person, how they look or what they can do for them. But like we don't take time to fall in love with their spirit. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that doesn't really change is the spirit. And like mm-hmm. for me, man, like I don't think when we first married, like I loved her like that deeply. But as time went on, I fell in love with her, her spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just her as a mother, her as a, a person and whatnot, but like I fell in love like with her, her spirit, her nurturing spirit and, and like what she's done for me over the years and, and, and how she's helped me in, in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, like I think that's why a lot of people can't, um, get to where they at because we don't take time to fall in love with a person's spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for Absolutely. me, you know, I feel like that's that's kind of where I'm at. You know. And I think a lot of times guys are so distracted by other people and other women that they forget to was at home. Exactly. Right. Yes. You know, with porn being available, right. Just being out there, to people. Right. It's just so easy to. Right. You know, ooh, damn, this girl's hot. This girl's fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then your poor wife at home is like not really feeling appreciated. And it's because you're not spending your energy on showing her how good of a person she is, how much how much you appreciate her because you waste your fucking time watching porn and being distracted by other shit. You know? Exactly. See, um that's another thing why I think a lot of relationships don't work out is because everybody's so available now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you can just get on your phone. It's a message. It's a message. And um, I think a a lot of people strayed away from like how a relationship is set up in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Where uh, like the man is the head of the household, the woman is the helpmate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And you set the boundaries of how things should run and your wife kind of implement those things. You know, I think that's that's a big part of of why. There's a lot of resistance in relationships because, um, like, we strayed away from those traditional ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a big part of why there's a lot of friction in relationships and stuff like that, you know. Do you think sometimes, like, a man feels, like, more powerful than a woman in a sense where, like, you know, like the old school ways where people, like, the woman stayed at home and the husband went to work and, like, Cook my supper and clean my drawers, woman. Like nineteen fifty. No, type. so so when I, when I say traditional, <laughs> when I say traditional ways, don't think I'm I'm that dude. <laughs> um, thousand percent not that not that dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> boy, you have people freaking in my mouth with a pitchfork trying to hell no. <laughs> so, so, so. Look, I used to I used to my Instagram name back in the days was Mozilla. 1952 mm-hmm. and that was because like i always joked about joke with my wife about that particular thing you know it's 1952 in my house when we cook my stuff and clean my drawers you know what i'm saying so like that, that it was just a joke you know, i know you nothing like that you you were no world-class man but but no i wouldn't say all that decent <laughs> decent human being <laughs> no. but but when i say traditional um relationship like i mean like being able to provide protect you set these boundaries you being president home in home leading your family the the way that that like a man should like a, yeah. oh yeah yeah like exactly. a, a man is a leader you know so yeah. we should be leading so like like in that sense when i say like traditional uh traditional marriage mm-hmm. so like you know i don't expect my wife to 
clean my drawers. Actually, I do all the laundry just to throw that out there. Me too. At my house, she does the dishes. I do. Yeah, I do the laundry. Same, same. same. Mm-hmm. I can't cook, so she does the cooking. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, for real. That, that that's that frequency, right. though. You know, right. it's cool, man. I love that. <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming on the show, bro. And I, I appreciate you you having me, man. Like like I said, it's not really my forte or not, but man, if it's it's for you, man. You know what I'm saying? So if I gotta get out my little my comfort zone to do something for you that you want me to do, man, I'm all for it. I appreciate that, man. It's it's crazy because I didn't know how scary it could be to be on a podcast for certain people, but I've asked a couple of people, Oh, I don't I don't know about that, man. I'm not I don't think I'm ready for that, you right. know? And it's like like what I, like I don't I don't really get it but in the sense I do now because I think back to myself you know because like I'm not really that camera shy anymore I get on camera just you know I'm good right. you know like before like I could see some of my videos like oh look how nervous I was in that video oh my god I'm like shaking on the inside right. I could see it you know but other people didn't know mm-hmm. how nervous I was because they were like oh Mo you did so good bro you look like a natural bitch you don't know <laughs> 30 second clip took me four fucking hours Damn, you know what i'm right. saying because go back said this you know what i mean and i don't know just the right you know but but, but you know like you seem natural at this and like um like i said like this is not like really my thing but like i totally forgot for a while that we were recording like it just <laughs> felt like we were just had kind of like having a conversation you, you know what i'm saying dude and it... i love how you said that because that's exactly what i tell the people man like after like five ten minutes you just forget that you you even recording, bro. You just have right. a conversation and just right. move with it. And right. I got one more question for you, Kareem. How do you support others in building resilience, whether in personal or professional settings? Doing what I like, what I do with you, man. Like uh, just when I see them and see what they have going on, just supporting them and, and giving them words of encourage, encouragement or whatnot, and just like always like wishing well for them and like if there's anything that I can ever do like on my end to help further someone along you know I always I always do you know that's big man even just like thinking the positive thoughts and hoping the best for people I think it's big yeah because that's, that's energy right you know and you sending out positive good positive yeah, yeah absolutely it makes the impact right you know, where I read in this book um, have you ever read the four agreements no Don Miguel talks about like people putting spell on people by basically with their words. And like you open up to a person, like tell them about your dreams. And that person's like, dude, you crazy. There's no way you could do that. You know what I'm saying? And then like, man, so I do believe in that. And uh, that's why like a lot of things that has ever happened good to me or I was kind of working towards, I never spoke on it until it happened, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, that's what I, I've mentioned that earlier, how you do that, you know, like you, you learn and shit, you grow and right. and don't voice it. You right. Know what I mean, right. but then shit, before you know it, like, bam. Right. Because it's like, uh, once you put it out there, like you may have so many people that may like envy or, or whatever you got going on or whatnot. So I never really like post, like if I'm got a new house or something like that, or like until like it's done, done. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you don't want all of that, that bad energy to, affect what you got going on so yeah i'm a big stick on not oversharing or whatever mm-hmm. and just kind of kind of letting things pan out you know yeah that was fun man yeah it was 